The Way Family Podcast is open, honest, and real. It's like you're sitting in on a conversation with two people who you've been friends with for so long. It makes you feel like you're a part of their everyday lives, and it gives you aspects and views on things that you wouldn't normally think about on your own. It's very comforting to have these to look forward to every Monday. Something that captures my attention and something that's relevant in our world today in our society. It's not boring. It's real life, and you guys are real people. It's stimulating. It's interesting and for a stay-at-home mom, it makes me feel like I'm hanging out with friends. I get so much practical wisdom from you guys that is applicable to my everyday life while also getting a good laugh and also um, just feeling encouraged to go out and adventure and pursue those things that I'm passionate about. I listen to a lot of podcasts and they all kind of talk about whatever's trending on the internet and it just kind of feels like auditory clickbait and you guys don't do that. Making my Mondays better since episode one and that's because you guys are extremely funny open-minded and really down to earth which i appreciate the podcast um it's always fun thinking alongside you guys and i always ponder and think about how cool it is that you can feel so close to someone and yet you've never met them before it's really cool Hello and welcome to the Way Family Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I'm your host, Zach Way, and my wife is also here. Her name is Hannah Way. I'm also your host. She's also the host. Both of us are hosts. Two We're hosts. both. No real host, <laughs> just two co-hosts. Two equal co-hosts. <laughs> so no producer, no editor. No nothing. No one fancy here. No, we're sitting in our bedroom recording this podcast. And today what we're going to be talking about is parenting. We talked about natural birth and pregnancy and all that kind of stuff in the last week's episode. And today we're talking about parenting because of the overwhelming amount of voicemails, messages, and emails that we've gotten on this topic. So we're not going to answer those specifically um, we're just gonna generally go over what parenting is, but before we get well, just to, just like our experience with it, like what we've ex- learned and what we wish we could have been told before we became parents, I guess. Yeah, three things we wish we'd have known five years before having a kid, or five years just like from now, one minute before having a kid. Even. One, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but before we get into that, um, what we always like to do, what I like to do, because gets Hannah into the mood. And it draws in the listener <laughs> is talk about our week. So, Hannah, how was your week? Hello. Yes. My week was good. Forrest and I had a lot of good times together this week. And I know that's like the first thing I always talk about when I'm talking about my week, but I am a stay at home mom and I'm with him like 24 7. So, that is like. That is my week is basically him. So um, he has been doing, I don't know, he's very fun and he says the funniest things a lot of the time, like so ridiculous, like where did you even come up with that? And it's just so funny. So it's like that mixed with like, you know, toddler emotions and then just like him learning so much stuff all the time and I don't know. He's been really into this puzzle this week and painting. He like ruined, well, not ruined, but he kind of broke his first set of watercolors. So we got a new one and he has been obsessed with it. So that's been fun to paint with him. But um, 
What happened this week? I know I'd say this every week, but it it all just like blurs together. Um, we went to the beach. Yeah, we went to the beach. We were... ch- yeah, that's all I remember. Yeah, <laughs> what happened this week? We went to the farmer's market. Yeah, that was fun too. We saw our friend Steven. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Our friend Steven from college in San Diego, we saw him up here. Um, wow, there's like not that much interesting about this week. Well, I'm sending out like a hundred million thousand samples. I don't know if this is like the smartest idea on my part, but I offered for like anyone who wants a sample of essential oils, send me a message and I'll give you a sample, like a little sample roller. And I had like three that they could choose from. I got like over 150 messages, so I'm mailing out like over 150 little packages with some information about essential oils and like a little sample roller. So that's basically what this week has been for me in the evenings. And Zach has been helping me. Which, by the way, the little booklets, we designed little booklets together. And we bought paper and we were going to print it out a little four four page they Double. were really good. Yeah, it was really nice. We bought like $80 worth of paper. Like nice paper for brochures. And we went to go print it out. It jammed in the printer. So I was like, don't worry. And was crying and freaking out. I'll go take I it was. home. I and was. I'll take it to work and print it at work. It jammed in the work printer. I tried it in the other printer. Jammed up there. <laughs> then I went to this printer store that's right next to work. And I was like, hey, how much would it print to print 150 of these? And they're like, just like just $180. And I was like, okay. Only over a dollar a copy. It's 44 cents per side. Oh, well, yeah. So basically that we're still figuring out how to print those out. But I got, I had these other books that I had ordered a long time ago that worked just fine for that. So if you are getting a sample for me that's the book that you're getting it's a different one than the one that we designed but hopefully eventually that one will work out because we put a lot of time and work into that but like last week when we were both sitting at the table we were both being so productive remember mm-hmm. zach was working on his grandma's ipad and he was My helping grandma's me iPad. he was helping me um like do design stuff for i am not i am not a graphic designer or like anything close to it i don't know like how to put stuff so it looks good like words and fonts and stuff and so he was helping me with that and i know what a vector is i know how to find them <laughs> Woohoo! so i feel yeah i just showed so you all that stuff he did so you can he showed me a lot yeah. of that so i'm just making congratulate another, me publicly another kind of brochure and praise me no i did like i already did that i did like three times i said he showed me how to do it uh, I I think you forgot the like he's the best husband ever. He's so the best husband ever, and because he helped me package up the stuff last night, I was writing addresses. Yeah, slave driver, and he was stuffing them with the info on the little <laughs> sheet that I'm sending out. So thank you, my sweet wonderful husband, best husband ever. Okay, there we go. There we go. Okay, how was your week, best husband ever? My week was a whirlwind. So I started to get a move on this album and started to really plan it out and figure out, okay, what's this going to do? What's this going to cost? What's the timeline? Who do I need to get involved? Who do I need to contact? How much does mixing and mastering cost? Uh, I need to find a producer or a studio or, you know, like need to figure all this stuff out. And so I just did it, and I figured it all out, and it was way more than I thought that it would be. 
And I talked with quite a few people, and I got really, really, really stoked on it because I got my buddy Titus, who is here visiting. He's at her house right now. He's at her house. Um, and I got some other people um, who are really talented involved. And then I contacted this um, guy who runs a, a studio, and he actually listened to the podcast and sent me a message last year. And talked to him for for a while and yeah and so I got all the numbers run now and uh, it's just like it was like such a so I was so productive this week and then it all came crashing down when I figured out the numbers and I was like oh gosh it didn't come crashing no down. it didn't come crashing down just my soul it was just a little discouraging but it's you're still gonna happen and you're still gonna do it so it looks like it's gonna be like over eight thousand dollars to do what I want to do with the scope of it if I'm gonna pay pay the people involved. And that's just like I mean it's a good deal for an album, but like I don't really I'm not like a professional musician, so it feels like I'm like faking it or cheating or something like that. And so then I'm de- kind of dealing with that. And then I'm like, I don't know if these songs are good enough. And like, oh, shoot, like, what if I don't raise $8,000? Then I'm going to owe all of these people money and be in debt for an album that's never even produced. And so, yeah, so that so I'm still working through all of that and trying to figure out like what the best timeline is and how to do the Kickstarter and how to like just kill it. And my my idea is there's like 2,000 people that listen to the podcast. So if half of you guys gave 10 bucks, then I'd be able to raise $10,000 on Kickstarter. Yeah, that's not... If only half of you gave 10 bucks or if all of you gave $5. Yeah. Think about that. But anyways, um, so yeah, so I'm planning that all out. And then uh, there's also just like our life is in a complete like whirlwind of cha- <laughs> future change here. Mm-hmm. And I won't go into all of the details, but obviously, you know, we're having a next kid and like another kid in the next 40 days. 40 days? 40-ish days. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And it's just oh. like uh, with the second kid, you're like, it just creeps up on you. And then you roll over in it bed does. one morning and you're like, wait, what is in your tummy? <laughs> okay. I never, that never happens to me, but... <laughs> I never yeah. wonder what's in your no, tummy. Just, <laughs> oh, you don't? No. <laughs> because sometimes I have a real big dinner <laughs> and you never know. It's a food baby. So I don't know if eat. you guys have any um, encouraging words or thoughts or if you've done an album or Kickstarter before, please contact me because I just feel like I'm in way over my head and the timeline is like really narrowing here. Um it looks like on the 20th. But it doesn't have to be narrowing is the thing. It's narrowing because that you think it has to be done in this like two-month frame of time. But it doesn't have to be done in that two-month frame of well, time. Well, my goal was in 2017 and there's not very many months left. And so that means I've got to do the Kickstarter and then record the album and then mix and master and then press the CDs and then ship them out. And that's just like, yeah, yeah. you know, I got to get a move on it now. And yeah. I've got to be planning for the Kickstarter. Like, I got to do music videos. I got to start putting music out on the Instagram and the Tumblr and <laughs> the, the Twitter and the Internet. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like, I got to start doing that kind of stuff to tell people, hey, I'm more than just a dad that lives in California. I also sometimes play music, you know? 
what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, that's our week so far. Um, I have a public apology to issue. Um, I got a message <laughs> saying that they loved the last an episode. An anonymous message. An anonymous view. message saying that they uh, they loved the last episode and Zach was a little harsh and only women can be pregnant, so Zach does not well, know what I it's like to be a woman. I said that you were being harsh, too, during that episode. I wasn't meaning to be harsh, I know. but I also don't have a problem being harsh, but I also... I know what like, you meant, I don't, though. I don't take pride in being harsh, uh-huh. so I apologize, but all that I was saying was like exactly what Hillary Duff said after she had her kid. What did she say? Which is like, I care about my kid more than I care about getting in shape. Okay, yes, I... I understand what you were meaning because I know you, but the reason why I was saying you're being a little harsh was because I, I know how it comes across when you were like talking like that. So yeah, I was so trying to help you. A, a and, public apology. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not a woman. I obviously have not birthed a child. I was trying to be encouraging. It came out the wrong way. That's not what I intended. I love you. And <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Women are amazing. They can have children. Guys can't. So we suck. Okay. Now, no. Stop with that. That sounded sarcastic. Just, honey. He's, he did not mean for his stuff to be harsh. He was not being sarcastic. He doesn't think guys suck, though. Maybe one person gets my humor out there. <laughs> if you're that one person, poke me on Facebook. <laughs> Um, we got a couple new reviews this, uh, this month actually. And so, um, I just wanted to read those because to encourage you guys, if you're listening to leave us a review on iTunes, if you have not left us a review, um, that helps us to reach a broader audience and, um, yeah. And we'd, we'd love to hear from you also. This is from D Colin, Colleen M. We, myself and Kat... Love this podcast. I followed Zach and Hannah on Instagram for a while, and I was so excited to find out they had a podcast, so I've been binging, looking forward to future episodes. This one is from Alex Lily. Alex, Alex. Lily. I thought it was <laughs> good. I didn't read it all the way through. I thought it was going to say Alexa. Alex Lily. Alex Lily. Alex XXXXX Lily YYYYYYY. I originally found you guys on Tumblr what feels like a lifetime ago. It's been incredible watching you two grow. I've learned so much from your experiences. I'm glad that I decided to check this out. It was great and showed a whole different side of you guys. Much love. Keep being awesome. Hmm. And then this nice. one is from Bl- Brittany Nofzinger. Nofzinger. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you say that, but okay. just recently started listening and I'm a fan. I listen to it at work and Zach and Hannah are so entertaining to listen to, but in a calm way that I really like, if that makes sense. I also appreciate the topics that they share. Hmm. So yeah, this has been a fun little time to fun. It's been fun to do the podcast and connect with you guys. And we love hearing from you guys, any constructive criticism that you have for us. Um, or encouraging words, leave us a review on iTunes. Just look up The Way Fam, and you'll find us. Well, you've already found us if you're listening. <laughs> I'm just saying, if they're listening on Stitcher, oh. or if they're listening on Google Play, or if they're listening oh, on... Oh, to leave a review. Right. Okay, yeah. Very right. well. Um, okay, so, on to the main subject here. So, we're really not going to get too in-depth, because 
Um, well, there is a lot of different uh, classes of, you know, the theories behind parenting and stuff. And I don't think that we really stick to one parenting theory. And I don't know. I We have learned that you have to do what works best for your family. And that is going to be different than probably every other family out there. So, um, and also parenting is just really hard. So sometimes it's, yeah, I don't know. So we're not going to get too in depth basically is what I'm trying to say. We're just going to, we're each going to share three things that we wish that we would have learned before we were parents or that we're still learning, I guess. Cause yeah. some of it is stuff I'm still learning. And all right. That's pretty much it. Well, three things that I wish that I would have known about parenting five years ago. Just do one to start and then I'll do one. Like we can go like that. Oh, we can? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like you read my mind. Okay, go. Mm. Like we're married and okay. best friends. Okay, go. <laughs> Are you annoyed with me? <laughs> yeah. Stop. <laughs> I'm not actually annoyed. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Number one. Having a child is not a life ender Mm. or a fun killer yep i think a lot of people think that and i definitely thought that i was like i'm gonna wait as long as i can to have a kid and we we actually had a five to ten year plan not five to ten year plan well we had a five-year plan we had a five-year plan to we did not, not have kids yes. in five years, to wait five years to have kids, yeah. and to do a bunch of fun stuff and pay off our loans and buy a house and get an Airstream and travel around, and because obviously we can't do that with when we have a kid, or so we thought. And granted, it is a lot more difficult to do that kind of stuff with a kid. Mm-hmm. It's not impossible, and it doesn't mean that your life is ending. But that's the way that it's portrayed in like TV shows. Well, because it makes everything a little bit more difficult, like a certain, de- certain, de- like one degree more difficult than like without. Sometimes like five degrees. Yeah. But I'm saying it's just like the next level of difficulty than if you were to do it without. Because think like living. Okay. First of all, being married is hard. Okay. So when you have a kid. It's like, well, having a kid and being a parent is hard, but that also makes it like one degree more difficult on being married because you don't have very much time together. You're, sometimes you might disagree on parenting stuff. Like there's all sorts of things. So that aspect of your life is one degree more difficult because of the kid. But also in every other aspect, like your whole life is more enhanced. I mean, well, in our experience, you know, right. just so just like if we were to do those things, like we're planning this big road trip for next year. That's going to be difficult with two kids, especially a th- four-year-old, a three-year-old, and a not even one-year-old. That's going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. But we're still going to do it, and we're still going to make memories, and it's still going to be great. And, you know, that's just, we're still going to do it. It just means that you have to try harder, and that's never a bad thing. But also, a lot of the people, like not a lot of the people, but when we were thinking of like, people that we knew that had become parents that were like boring now or like <laughs> what not boring now but you know we're like oh they had a kid and now, like now they're just parents like they weren't people that really did stuff before they had kids like they weren't like people that had gone camping and like you know done the stuff that we like to do i guess do you know yeah so we we're like we kind of thought that and we're like oh no we're gonna get married and then we can't do anything we like i mean we're gonna have kids and we can't do anything we like to do but you just have to figure out how to do your 
your same stuff with your kids and you can do it. Yeah. All right. What's your first tip? Okay. Well, this is actually more like parenting stuff. So I didn't really know what you're, where you're going with that. But um, something that I have been learning a lot lately in parenting and trying to remind myself of is two things, connect versus correct and respond versus react. So that like, it's just some very quippy sayings there, but basically in any moment, this is from one of the books that you recommended that I think it might be the Zig Ziglar book. Oh man. I was just listening to that today. I've got a good quote from that. Later I think, on. I think the, I think the connect versus correct thing was from that. I don't actually remember, but basically it's the idea that in any given situation in really humanhood, but parenthood, specifically you have the um choice to like can like connect in that moment or to not you know and a lot of times with like disciplining and with a toddler that is kind of well like probably any toddler ever but like it's hard for them to like it's just hard to be a toddler like they're learning this is like what's well, gonna be my next point but they're learning stuff too. So that's another thing to keep in mind. But in every any given moment, whether it's like a good moment or a bad moment, you have the opportunity to connect, like to make that a connection with your kid. And so especially in the bad moments, that's when I'm trying and failing to have a connection with Forrest and not just like a like a frustration and like a checkout or like, you know, or just like simply correcting him but rather like to connect with him first and then like ride through the moment with him if that makes sense <laughs> does that make sense here's the quote that i um, no i'm asking if that makes sense no that makes sense but here's here's the quote that i think kind of relates to this so like you're trying to show forrest something mm-hmm. and you're trying to say like hey don't put your hand on the stove because it will burn you. And then you... Sorry, I just got the burps. Or, you know, whatever it is. Like, um, hey, don't bite your toy because you're going to break it. <laughs> and it literally like, happened tonight. No, I'm going to bite my toy. And then you're like, no, don't bite your toy. You're going to break it. And then you have to discipline him. Um, the, the children, they do not care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm -hmm. And so they have to know that you have their best interests in mind. Um, They still have to listen to you, like regardless, but it's a lot easier for them to listen to you when they know that you love them, when Mm -hmm. you have their best interests in mind, because they don't care that you're an adult. They don't care that you know that a hot stove is, like they don't care about that. But what they do care about um, is that you care about them, that you mm-hmm. have their best interests in mind, that you love them, that you connect with them. Yeah. So that is a thing that I'm always learning. And like this morning, okay, this morning we were getting ready to go to church and he, Forrest just did not want to go to church and I was getting frustrated because he was not getting his shoes on and he was not going well first he's supposed to get his shoes on and then I had to brush his hair and he was he threw a fit about both things and I was like just so frustrated in that moment and I like so 
in that moment, it's like, okay, I could do one of two things. I could just get frustrated and like pick him up and grab his shoes and go out to the car. Or I can like get down on his level and talk to him and say, hey, buddy, we have to go to church. This is why I need you to get your shoes on, you know, blah, 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 blah. So it's like that. That's the thing. It's hard to remember that in the moment or like if you're getting frustrated, like that's why I had the react versus react versus respond because if when you react to something like if you're frustrated and you react to something it's often like just a a reflex reaction like you get frustrated you know but if you're responding you're thinking first and then you're responding to the situation at hand so it was like it's like a lot to think about and it does I seriously am I suck at it but I'm really trying to do that more because it's been so much better when I do, you know, and I am the adult. That's another thing that parents should remember that like you're the adult and like, yeah, you might get frustrated and it's okay to get frustrated, but don't like your kids are watching everything you do and they're going like if you are having outbursts, like they're going to think it's okay to like have outbursts and like get frustrated and stuff. So yeah, that was my first one. Well, my second one kind of leads into that is that parenting exposes your selfish heart. Oh, yes. I mean, marriage exposes your selfish heart, but But parenting parenting, its like a different degree, (laughs) like even more so. And you're Mm -hmm. just like, oh, man, I suck so much as a human being. (laughs) Yeah. And then you have to take a step back and you're like, oh, my gosh, I did not know that I was this selfish. Mm hmm. But I kind of feel like I'm like, like I like, like it's fair to me to be this selfish, but it's not. Like we're we, like we deserve it or something. Right. We're like, oh my gosh! I just wish you were a perfect toddler. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> I just want you to act like a twenty-year-old, and you're only two and a half years old. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, parent, and that's the hard thing. Is like. Some people don't want to admit that they're selfish. Some people just want to always think that they're right and be prideful and arrogant and not humble themselves and admit that they are selfish and that they only care about themselves or that they always put themselves first or that they always think of themselves first. And that's that's what I do. Um, and parenting has exposed that to me to a to a even like way more higher degree than marriage. Yeah, way more. And like we, it's like so humbling. It is like the most humbling thing ever parenting because literally you never feel like you have it together. You know, like even when it's like times when I'm kind of feeling like, okay, I'm kind of doing good with this whole mom thing. And then it's like something happens or like, I don't know. It, then it's like, okay, I'm back. I'm humbled again, which is, it is a good thing, but it is really hard because like he said, it shows how selfish I am and it shows like the parts of me that I didn't really know were there because like I said, like it's reactions and stuff like in the moment, like when I get really frustrated, it's like, I didn't even know that really that, that, that I had that in me, you know, like that kind of frustration that like snap frustration, you know what I mean? And yeah, it's so humbling. But then like when we, like we both are really well we try to be really good about apologizing to Forrest when we suck and that is so humbling too to apologize to a toddler yeah but, but maybe it's we good sh- though I mean it is good but maybe we shouldn't do it as much because now I'm kind of kidding but 
now he like comes up to us and mm-hmm. he's like, um, are you sorry I know. for telling me to do something? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's like, no, I'm not like, sorry. No. Like, are you sorry for um talking mean to me? I'm like, I didn't talk mean to you. <laughs> he like just makes stuff up now, but I guess that's good. Like he knows that we're like, we are, we will apologize to him because if we do something wrong, he's a human and we need to say sorry. Just like any other human. Uh, okay. Um, are you sorry for yelling at me? Yeah, the first time... Well, the first time he ever asked me that was actually after a t- when I like had gotten really frustrated. He's like... We were in the car driving and he's like, Mama? And I was like, what? He's like, are you sorry for getting frustrated with me? And I was like... <laughs> I almost started crying. I was like, oh, gosh. Like, yes, buddy, I'm so sorry. Blah, 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 blah. And But then now he's like, okay, he knows. <laughs> He just kind of milks it a little bit, but yeah. Uh, but we're trying to teach him that. I mean, we're trying to teach him something for that. Okay. Anyways, um, my next one is they're learning how to be a person too. So, like, kind of like how Zach was saying, we can't really expect a two-year-old to act like an adult person or even like a grown-up child because they're little you know and i think that i often forget that and when i think that forrest should be acting a certain way or not acting a certain way or you know a lot of times when he's doing something that he's not supposed to be doing like a lot of times not all the time but a lot of times it's like he's just being a kid and he's not trying to be annoying or like naughty or whatever he's just being a kid but i i see it as like he's not acting like the way that I think he should be acting, which I don't know why I am thinking he should be acting like a grown up child or something. He's two, but it's just hard to remember that sometimes. So I always got to remember, uh, he is first of all, two and a half. And also he is learning how to do everything. Like, especially when dealing with emotions, because he has a lot of emotions, but he doesn't know how to like express them in a normal way, you know, like we've all had what I've had 27 years to learn how to express my emotions in like a healthy way. And I still don't have it down. And he is, he doesn't know anything other than just like, ah, like outburst. Like this is what I'm feeling right now. So that he's learning. And I am trying to remind myself of that because I am also still learning. All right. Um, my last point is that Parenting will challenge and strengthen your marriage. So it's not like some people try to have kids to save their marriage and that doesn't work because no. it's it's an additional challenge. And if you're only focusing on the kids, then once your kids are grown and moved out, like you don't have a marriage. You were just two parents to them. And so parenting will challenge, but it will also strengthen your marriage if you're both going into it with the same attitude. Uh Uh-huh. And And if you're being really open about communicating about it. Right. If you are not, then obviously it it will be a challenge, but it won't be strengthening. Mm Mm-hmm. It can, it has the ability to just be challenging. But when something's challenging and you give up, 
then it's not going to bear any fruit. But when something is challenging and then you realize that it's going to require some extra effort or some extra work, that's when it can be extremely beneficial for you. And I think that it has been encouraging and strengthening for Hannah and I's marriage, but it's also been very challenging. Yeah. Because you're dealing with a whole new person and you're both trying to learn how to be parents and each of you have might have a different idea of what a parent is like or different parenting styles or things like that. And then you're both like, a lot of times you're at your wit's end. Mm-hmm. And then you got to figure out how to have patience and grace and love towards each other, not just your kids. And you have to be able to say like exactly what you need. Like if you're like, you have to say like, I, if, if I am doing this with Forrest, I need you to back me up or, you know, like you have to be able to say what you need because you, like we have said so many times, you can't expect your husband or wife to read your mind you know like they they can't they can't do that so if you need something from them like you need a break or you need like hey i need backup on this or stuff like i have had to like a couple times this week actually i have had to go to zach's work with forrest so that he could have a talk with him because he i'm like i don't want to i can't do all this parenting and discipline disciplining by myself during the day it's like it just gets to be too much and i said okay i'm i'm coming i text him i'm like okay well forest this and this and this happened with forest and we're coming by at this time for a chat <laughs> and that has been good because then i don't know it it has been good for me and i think it has been good for forest as well i have one last thing that i'd like to share before we get into recommendations Wait, i have and another joke. point oh you've got another point yes we started with you go ahead Okay, so my last point is it's okay to take a break and it's okay to need a break and kind of going along with what Zach said, it's okay to tell your person that you need a break because you sometimes you just need to walk away and take a deep breath and then come back to the situation. So it doesn't make you a bad parent for needing a break, okay? Yeah, but the break is not like five years. You know what I mean? That like, is not at all what I'm saying. That's like not even close to what I'm saying. I'm saying like in a moment, like when like you're if you're having a frustrating moment, like I need to walk away because I am really frustrated right now. And can you just take over like that kind of a thing? Not like okay. abandoning your child. Well, you don't need to bite off my head. Sorry, that's just not at all what I was meaning. That's... Obviously, yes, I know that you don't mean that. But some people might think that. Or or like an evening. I was meaning like a couple hours alone or like a certain moment that's you're frustrated. Well, here's the thing is unfortunately a lot of people do do that. You know. A lot of people are like, oh, parenting is just not for me. I can't do this. That's And I then know, ditch out. Sad. And that's like majorly screwing over your your significant other and your child. Yeah. You know, like... You had a kid. You're responsible for that kid. You are that kid's parent. You can, and maybe, maybe they didn't take a break for an evening. Yeah. And they, they thought that they could do it all by themselves or 
they weren't they they didn't have open community. I'm not I'm no one to judge. I don't know, but all that I was I was just clarifying what you were saying is a break is like a small amount of time. Yes, and I think that it's really important for fathers too to understand that like right after you have a kid, um, you need to be extra helpful, and then you need to continue to be extra helpful. Like that's your kid. You need to help out. Yeah, like it's not like you're not babysitting when you hang out with your kid. If like if you're the dad and you're like, "Oh, I I'll watch him for the night." No, you're not watching him. That's your kid. Like you're not babysitting him. He's that kid is your kid, you know? Like a lot of people, I don't know. I've heard a lot of people in their frustrations with that and I agree. It's not like you were as much a parent as the mom is and so you're not babysitting your kid. You're spending time with your kid and you're not, you know, like it's, you're not helping with your kid. You're not helping your wife with your kid. You're parenting. It's not, it's not like you're doing her a favor. So, yeah. Lastly, I wanted to read this poem that I came across and I don't know what book it was, but, um, it's a little, it's a little poem it's by W. Livingston Larned. Listen, son, I'm saying this as you lie asleep, one little paw crumpled under your cheek and the blonde curls stickly wet on your damp forehead. I have stolen into your room alone just a few minutes ago as I sat reading my paper in the library. A stifling wave of remorse swept over me. Guilty I came before your bedside. These are the things that I was thinking. Son, I had been so cross to you. I scolded you when you were dressing for school because you gave your face merely a dab with a towel. I took you to task for not cleaning your shoes. I called out angrily when you threw some of your things on the floor. At breakfast, I found fault too. You spilled things. You gulped down your food. You put your elbows on the table. You spread butter too thick on your bread. And you started off to play. And I made for my train. You turned and waved a hand and called, Goodbye, Daddy. And I frowned. And I said in reply, Hold your shoulders back. Then it began all over in the late afternoon. As I came up the road, I spied you, down on your knees, playing marbles. There were holes in your stockings. I humiliated you before your boyfriends by marching you ahead of me to the house. Stockings were expensive, and if you had to buy them, you would be more careful. Imagine that, son, from a father. Do you remember? Later... When I was reading in the library, when you came in timidly, with a sort of hurt look in your eyes, when I glanced over my paper, impatient at the interruption, you hesitated at the door. What is it that you want? I snapped. You said nothing, but ran across in one tempestuous plunge, and threw your arms around my neck and kissed me, and your small arms tightened with an affection that God had set blooming in your heart, and which even neglect could not wither. And then you were gone, pattering up the stairs. Well, son, it was shortly after that my paper slipped from my hands and a terrible, sickening fear came over me. What has habit been doing to me? The habit of finding fault, of reprimanding. This was my reward to you for being a boy. It was not that I did not love you. It was that I expected too much of youth. 
I was measuring you by the yardstick of my own years, and there was so much that was good and fine and true in your character. The little heart of you was as big as the dawn itself over the wide hills. This was shown by your spontaneous impulse to rush in and kiss me goodnight. Nothing else matters tonight, son. I have come to your bedside in the darkness, and I have knelt there, ashamed. It is a feeble atonement. I know you would not understand these things if I told them during your waking hours, but tomorrow I will be a real daddy. I will chum with you and suffer when you suffer, and laugh when you laugh. I will bite my tongue when impatient words come. I will keep saying as if it were a ritual, He is nothing but a boy, a little boy. I am afraid I have visualized you as a man. Yet as I see you now, son, crumpled and weary in your cot, I see that you are a baby. Yesterday you were in your mother's arms, your head on her shoulders. I have asked too much, too much. I think that that's kind of what you were getting at. Mm -hmm. Is that there's still figuring out that life they're still a kid mm-hmm. yeah but like poem makes me sad it does <laughs> it's like sad but like uh yeah yeah because it is once you're like it is easy to see like the faults and stuff but there's so much good stuff like forest is like the best and he's so funny and he's so sweet and so fun and curious and it's easy to just like see the frustrations and stuff after a while you know so oh i love him i love him too okay i'm gonna do my recommendations all right do it quick no i'm gonna take a long time no do it quick okay so the first one that i have is making your own kombucha i I've shared a little bit about this on my Instagram story. If the essential oils weren't enough. What? Now we're going to add kombucha to the mix. What does that mean? Next step, stop shaving your legs. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I no comment about that, but... Wait, um, <laughs> actually, have you shaved your legs in like the past three months? Yes, I have actually because I had to wear a dress. But anyways. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, so I have been making my first batch of kombucha. I got my SCOBY from a friend two weeks ago and I did the fermentation. Wait, from that girl at Scout? Mm-hmm. Her name is Hannah. That girl at Scout. She's my friend. The mermaid in blue? Yes, the mermaid in blue. And shout out shout to out. you. <laughs> and so she gave me a scoby that she had gotten. It basically a scoby is like a fungi. Fung, it's like fungus. It's bacteria, drugs, basically. No, it's not. But it literally, it's a little bit scary. Like when I had to pick it out of the container and put it in the jar, I literally felt like it was going to bite me. I'm not kidding. It's a little alien baby. It's like a squishy. If you know, you know. It's weird. Anyways, it didn't bite me, but. So I had my first fermentation and today I started my second fermentation. So I added fruit like flavoring. Basically, I did blueberry ginger and it's like turning out, you guys, like it's working. And I am so I am just I'm so proud of it. And I'm so excited because it's saving me so much money because I really, really crave like that burning, fizzy feeling in my throat. 
and I don't drink and soda. And LaCroix is just not doing it for you well, anymore. Well, I'm just over, I'm over it for the time being. But I really love kombucha and it's not like I'm going to have beer and I don't drink soda. So kombucha is like the best thing and I cannot afford to spend 4 to $5 a bottle on it anymore. Yeah, so. right. Some of them are like $13. Like what is wrong with people? Who? How do you charge that much for a drink? Okay, I have never spent $13 on a bottle of kombucha, but I'm almost positive I saw one at Whole Foods I'm sure that there was thirteen dollars. But I have never spent that much on a bottle of kombucha, so just there it is. Anyways, so it's saving a lot of money and it's fun, and you can literally make any flavor you want. Like I asked people what their favorite flavors were to make, and I there's like a lot of really good ideas. So I'm I started my second batch today, also, so I will have that in two weeks to do a new flavor. Oh, it's so fun. So I recommend that. And then my second re- recommendation is crystal um, deodorant crystal. No, you stole mine. No, that's why I wanted to go first. I knew you were going to say something about it. I was well, the one who course. ordered it on Amazon. I've been asking you to find it at Trader Joe's for the past it, they year. They don't have it at Trader Joe's. My mom used to get it at Trader Joe's, so I don't know why they, they would not have, have it They don't have one now. They, they rotate products all the time. Anyways... So the deodorant crystal, okay, first, a quick backstory. So I switched to natural deodorant like a long, long time ago. So I stopped wearing deodorant like five years ago. We all know that. My goodness, you would take every attempt that you can to say that. But we know, I do you know, wear deodorant. Some, sometimes wear Old Spice and Hannah <laughs> bites my head off. No, I don't. I say if you, I let you say, I let you have your Old Spice if that's what you need. Anyways... So I switched to natural deodorant and then basically figured out that I have a sensitivity to baking soda, which is in basically all natural deodorant. And it made my underarms like it was like a little it was like a rash and it was really like sore. Like it felt like I had been punched there or something like it was really like tender. a million mosquitoes had bitten you. No, it felt like I had been punched like it was like a bruise. But so I was like, okay, well, this isn't working. So I switched to like a sensitive formula. And then that was like, not like I still kind of smelled. And I was like, this is not, this is like, I'm not even wearing anything. So what's even the point of this? Yeah. So finally, Zach told me about a deodorant crystal. I'm like, what the heck? So I no, ordered. I had told you about it a long time ago. Well, I didn't remember that. I ordered them on Amazon and they, they came are this pure week. gold. It is literally all what it is. It's like a pure like chunk of salt, like a special kind of salt. And basically it you okay, you get it wet and you rub it on your underarms and then it keeps bacteria like it kills bacteria and like stops bacteria from forming there. So it never smells and it doesn't it doesn't leave a residue. It doesn't smell like anything. It's like. It doesn't itch. It doesn't itch. Oh my god! It's so nice. It it's doesn't like, clog your pores. And it'll last for like a year because it's like a solid like chunk of salt. It's not going to like erode fast. All you do is you get it wet, you put it on, you get it wet again, put it on the other arm, rinse it off, and then like put it back in the little it's thing. So it's so nice. nice. So and if that you... Schmitz stuff is okay. Well, don't I didn't ta- try the sensitive stuff. You don't need to talk bad about other things. No, I'm just saying for me, maybe I have sensitive underarms you too do. because I had the same exact problem as you and I was you like You do. It I really do not like this feeling. I would rather smell bad every single day than feel this. And that's why I was using the sensitive stuff because I was like it it like helps a little bit, like refreshes it a little bit, but it's just covering up like 
I mean, there's still bacteria there. So that's the thing. I feel like this crystal thing kind of gets at the root of it. Like if you have bacteria in your underarms, like from sweating, that's what, that is what makes you smell. So we've had a long, it's been a long journey, but finally here we are. We found something that works. I feel like I've talked about deodorant a lot in my recommendations over the year because I remember recommending Schmitz for the first time because natural deodorant is important. So if you have had problems with natural deodorant giving you a rash, you are probably sensitive to baking soda. And then I recommend this stuff. Even if you're not sensitive to baking soda, even if you're still using non-natural deodorant, I still recommend this because it's like, it has been a lifesaver. <laughs> it's so good. So uh, we'll put a link for the one that we have. It's just like on Amazon. It's like $3. Gold. Okay. It's okay. pure gold. And it'll last like a year. Did I say that? Okay. You don't know that. Well, on the reviews, it said it. the people say that they've theirs has lasted for like a year. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, my review is for an app called Acorns, which we've mentioned before on here, but I just checked our Acorns account. We've saved $720. What? Yeah. We didn't even know. I didn't even know. Yeah, you don't even recognize well, it. Well, tell them so what, is it, what it is. This is the way that the Acorn apps works. You log in, um, you create an account, you decide um, how it's a micro-investment loan micro investments so um you have an investment portfolio you choose if you want to be moderate or conservative what markets you want to invest in it's real simple just kind of if you go even like mildly conservative conservative you can kind of just view it as a savings account you're not making any interest but hannah and i did make 0.3 percent interest last year Ooh. which is not a ton but i mean it would have been cool if it was three percent but yeah. I mean, you're not losing money. Yeah. And well, anyways, what it does is it rounds up your spare change from your debit card or credit card purchases. So Hannah and I, what we used to do is like save our spare change whenever we would go and buy things with cash. And then with our spare change, that would be like our big vacation fund. And it was like maybe like $70. Yeah. Or date night <laughs> like, or something. At the end of the year. Yeah. And then we started using our debit card pretty much exclusively for like everything and never used cash. And we're like, okay, how are we going to save money here? Like, what are we going to do with our little jar? Like, where's our date fund coming from or our, our, our road trip fund coming from? And I ran across this app called Acorns. And basically what it does is it monitors your bank account. It's totally secure and totally safe. Um, and... It monitors all of your transactions and it rounds up your all of your transactions to the nearest dollar. So say you buy a cup of coffee at Starbucks for $2.50, it takes an additional 50 cents and then invests that in your portfolio that you have. But you don't even know, like you seriously don't even notice it. So like at the end of the day, it'll like do all your transactions and it'll be maybe like four dollars or like sometimes ten dollars or something but it's not it's Most never more than that. Most of the time that. it's like three dollars. Yeah because it's just the remainder so if you had something that's like five dollars and 78 cents then it would only be 22 cents that they're putting into that so it's not it's never more than a dollar per transaction obviously it's never more than 99 cents even and like you don't even like you don't even think about that at all like at all and now we have what seven hundred dollars from whoever knows how long 
And we don't even think about that because it's not in it's not in like any account that we can like transfer in. I mean, we can transfer it, but it's like it doesn't show up on our bank. So it's not like, oh, we need to move this over here to use it. It's like a separate thing. So then all of a sudden we're like, wow, $700. Well, they have these two new features. One's called found money, which if you use one of their partners, then they just credit you a certain amount of money. So like if you use Apple Music, they monitor your transactions. And if they see that you are billed from Apple Music, you get a, like $15. And they just put that in your account. That's pretty cool. If you order with Blue Apron, you get like 5 or... What? I don't know, like $20. There's like a bunch of different companies um, that they have partnered with. And if they if that registers with your transactions, then you just get that money. Do you think those companies are actually giving you like that $5? They're like, pay, they're like paying a, or the um, acorns to like do that? I don't know. Maybe. I feel like they are. Anyways. But there's like there was quite a few of the companies and then they also have this new feature called automatic withdrawals um where like once a week you can choose to deposit $5 or $10 or $20 into your Acorns account and you can like That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I just put in like an extra $20 a month or some something like that. Yeah, $20 a month. Um, so then at the end of the year, we'll have a little bit of extra money. There's like, you know, like, I think it was Dave Ramsey or something, something recently that I came across where it said how to save a thousand dollars in a year. And it was like, seriously, it was like week one, one dollar. And then it like goes up. But like the most that it ever did was like 25 or something. I don't remember what it was. It wasn't like, or maybe it was 50 or maybe a hundred. I don't know. But it wasn't like put in $500 one week, you know, it was like all very manageable things. And I feel like that would be so easy to do with this app. You know, like it, if you say, okay, if you $5 a day, mm-hmm. that's wh- a how day. Much? $5 a day. Yeah. You can do it daily. Oh, well I was meaning like at the end of the week, like if you say $20 every week, so in one month you have $80. So in one year you have $720, you know, if you only do $20 a week and you probably would be wasting that $20 on like five cups of Starbucks coffee or something, you know? Yeah. I mean, we probably would. (laughs) We got to get better about that. Yeah. (sighs) It's just hard because that's my office. Well, you don't need to explain it. I'm just saying we, I, I need to get better about that. I don't need to go to Starbucks as much as I do. Yeah, I got Anyways. you a Starbucks this morning as a stop, special treat. Just stop. Stop. It was a very sweet treat. Thank you. Zach got me a Starbucks this morning. It was so nice. There's a lot of tension in the room right now. <laughs> because I had a very frustrating and hard morning this morning. It was a frustrating time. And I got another Starbucks. All right. Let's wrap this podcast up. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you guys. And um, Hannah and I have to go have an argument. No, we don't. <laughs> 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 like, what about Starbucks? <laughs> it, it took you a little bit of time to register what I said. You are such a turd. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, we really do love you guys, but we want to go hang out with our friend Titus and... um. Maybe I can get him to uh to to play a song for you guys. Uncle Titus. Wait, one quick thing. For when Titus got here, Forrest like 
Boris was like enamored with him. Like he's been around him before, but I feel like this is the first time he's like remembered who he was. And when we were praying at dinner, he's like saying, thank you for mama and daddy. And then he looked at me, he's like, who else? And I was like, I don't know who else. And he's like, daddy's friend, uncle Titus. <laughs> he's just like so excited to see him. But anyways. And they wrestled for like so long. Yeah. It was so fun. He's, he like couldn't wait for him to be done eating so he could come wrestle. It was so, so cute. Well, um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we really appreciate you and would love to connect with you. Um, normally, we don't reply to messages, but we'll talk about it on the podcast. We might reply to them. Yeah. I replied to a couple this week. It's just been pretty difficult. I've replied to five messages this week, but it's like I feel like I also didn't have time to breathe this week. So, Well, let us know what you think about the parenting episode and if you have like anything that you're learning that you know we'd love to hear it so let us know and if you feel like this podcast has been encouraging or entertaining or uplifting or thought-provoking for you maybe you could share it with your friend so that they could find some value or be entertained or um, engage in some sort of conversation with you about something that you might not have normally thought about yeah mm-hmm. sure share Share with your friends. Share. 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 All right. Thanks, guys. Peace Have a good out, week. Yo. Talk to you later. Happy trails.